Hello, everyone. Welcome back to IXDA Stories, offering stories by the Interaction Design Association community for the community. Each episode this season, we'll be taking a deep dive with some of our thought leaders and partners of the upcoming Interaction 21 conference. I'm your host, Alexi Morin. Today, we're joined by the trio of design directors at Compass, an innovative real estate digital platform. Katerina Tseng has spent her career following a throughline of building experiences for humans, starting in architecture and currently resting in product design. Next up is Cher Ford, whose past experiences at the New York Times, Time Inc., Condé Nast, and Scholastic helped hone her attention to detail and cultivate a passion for storytelling, learning from the best thinkers in media and publishing. Deeply interested in systems thinking and ways of working, she enjoys bringing order to chaos, connecting dots, and creating delight in unexpected ways. Last but not least is Kate Dixon, a self-described foundation builder, talent matchmaker, fixer, aspiring year-round glamper, and recognized Lego fairy to her nephews. Join me as I sit down with the three of them to talk design in the fast-paced world of real estate. Hello, Katerina, Kate, and Cher. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So happy to be here. Thank you. Very excited. Hi, Alexis. Excited to be here. So I want to kick off our time together with a simple question. What is Compass? Compass is... um, it's a it's a real estate platform, but what it really is, is a space for agents. It's a platform where we're allowing agents to build their business, um, you know, and connect with clients and, and ensure that they're successful. One of the things that you discover once you sort of get behind the curtain um, and start meeting our customers is um, that the, the real secret sauce for agents is the way that they are able to manage their relationships and, and build trust. Uh, and we really want them to have the most time to do that and do any of the heavy lifting that we can to kind of move them through the rest of the processes. Thank you for those answers. If anything, real estate is a tough space to navigate as anyone involved in the process. Very few things in real estate are easy. In that regard, what do you think are the toughest nuts to crack in that problem space? One of the things that um, that our agents struggle with the most, honestly, is just general time management, right? They are incredible multitaskers. They are constantly context switching, and they're often operating in a highly reactive state. Part of our challenge in, in trying to build out a platform to, to help them with their productivity is really to... Uh, not just give them the tools that they need to get through the tasks, but anticipate what they're going to need. Because when it comes to prioritizing, uh, they tend to sway toward whatever is the squeakiest wheel. And that isn't always the place that's going to, in the long term, help them be successful. I I think anything that can help them actually measure the value of, of the impact of the activity that they're doing. You know, they, they, there's a lot of processes that they're used to doing. My, my mom is is a, a broker, and um, 
and I watch where she puts her time and, you know, it's very easy to like focus on the things you love to do. And what we can offer are ways to measure it and to help them actually see that they are making impact by, um, by letting them understand when they send out a, a campaign, how is it performing? Yeah, I was going to add to that, Kate, a little bit too, is that like every client's different. And so how can we as a platform help them better understand their clients so they're having the most productive conversations with them by understanding um, what their clients are, are looking for and needing? I think it was my first week at Compass and I was sitting in a, a user research uh, interview. Uh, and the interviewer was talking to a brand new agent who had just come onto the platform and she said something that really resonated with me, which was that she just really wants to make her clients feel that they are known by her. And I think that that, again, it, it exposed what agents are great at, but um, I think it also uh, showed where agents want to invest and being able to help with anything in any way that we can to help agents feel that, that they have all the information that they need that is sometimes hard to gather to, to make those clients feel well-known. I'm not sure it's like uh, exactly something we've, we've solved, but I, definitely something I saw see as an opportunity, which is um, our uh, agents are these amazing people who really like this idea of having a community. So how can we help our agents be an entrepreneur, but also still have this sense of community and a way to help grow? Um, I, it's just such an interesting space. And I love that we can offer that to our agents and, and, and we're constantly making that um, stronger. I'm hearing the word agents a lot. Why is it important that you focus your, your time and your work on helping the agents? I think one of the things that's interesting about Compass in, in terms of its its place in sort of the real estate disruptor space is that it's taken a really specific strategy around creating uh, a business around the agents themselves. And when you think about real estate in general and you think about it beyond uh, the transactional state of real estate, it's really uh, an incredibly emotionally driven process. Agents themselves are kind of the facilitators and guides for people who are really emotionally invested. Um, this is their home. Um, either they're selling a home that, that um, has a lot of meaning in it, or they're looking for a place potentially to raise a family. Uh, and it's a, it's a difficult process to get through on your own. I believe that the agents themselves are really the facilitators of, of success in this process. Uh, and that's why we focus on them. You see lots of uh, players in the space and their focus is really across the board. I think what's interesting about Compass is the fact that they're, they're focused on one customer. What's nice about focusing on agents is you get that clarity. Um, I think from a design perspective, it, it makes it great to really know exactly who you're designing for. Um, because if you're designing for various types of customs, customers, it gets really complicated really quickly. Absolutely. Knowing who your target is, is primordial for any designer. Let me, let me turn the tables here. Um, can you tell me about your personal experience and what it's like to work at Compass? When I was thinking about my career and what I wanted to do next, um, I really was very careful on which, what I chose as my next opportunity. And what I was so impressed by about this opportunity is 
this is it is an amazing culture. Um, everyone is so kind, but also incredibly intelligent. And they have a, a clear mission, which always makes for a good community. And I love being able to be part of the early days and start defining a culture. Um, not only, you know, helping our end uh, agent to be successful, but also just build this incredible design culture. Like, you know, who, who are we going to hire? How are we going to build this amazing team and grow this incredible talent? Um, and then also just being able to partner with some incredible women, um, Katerina and Cher. And it's been so fun You, ha- you because it has been a bit of a, it is a startup. Um, being scrappy, being creative. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, Kate, I feel like the thing that drew me to Compass, too, are those entrepreneurial principles. Despite how complex the problems might be, um, you know, everyone comes together with such a positive spirit on how we move forward. Um, And everyone is so mission minded about making sure that we're building this platform in service of um, creating the best outcomes for our agent. It just makes working here a joy. Um, And plus one on the fact that I get to work with you both um, because I don't know how I do it otherwise. I think I want to just echo. both what Kate and, and Cher have said. I mean, the culture itself is, is something that um, is a big draw. Um, one of the things that I was really excited about was the actual stage of, of growth that the company's in because, um, you know, to, to echo some of the points that were made earlier, being able to uh, come into an organization when you have a real opportunity to help drive and participate in defining that kind of shared set of values that really create an excellent culture um, was uh, a huge attraction for me. We work so hard to make these experiences simple. And when you're trying to make something really complex, simple, it's that much harder. We're operating under so much ambiguity um, and like brainstorming and working together in those circumstances. Like you want to be around a team that's open um, to different perspectives and ideas. um, And that's what I love about our culture is that we do that. I think we do that really well. It sounds like you have a very strong trio going on. And to use a geometrical analogy, triangles are the strongest shape. Now, you three are directors in differing capacities. So you have a strong say in how you're building the teams and how you're building the culture moving forward at Compass. And so what would you say you're doing to build a great design culture at Compass? When I joined, I kind of set these milestones in place for ourselves around, you know, we would only deliver our highest quality work because that's what designers just naturally want to do. And so setting those internal bars for ourselves um, about, you know, the processes, what we wanted our process to look like, the quality of our work, the level of our collaboration, like setting those internal principles for ourselves um, has been really helpful for me as like kind of a North Star um, and a way that we can continue to build our culture. I, I think all of us do this. We really are trying to help each each uh, every, everyone on our team have a voice, being able to be a true partner to product and engineer and um, and and help voice and and lead the roadmap and and as directors, it's up to us to make sure that we have we have coached and made sure each individual on our team, 
is able to articulate their voice and are, are thinking critically about the way that their experience fits in the, the larger outcomes. You know, even in, at early stages where we, uh, you know, we're working technically in embedded teams, but not really in a partnership model. There are a lot of things that, you know, you can inspire your team to do to begin to model the kind of collaboration that you want. So, you know, inviting your partners into the ideation process and and making clear and building trust and showing that like you are listening to those inputs and you're considering them in the decision making and that you consider their input critical to um, creating the best possible customer experience. Um, it really develops a sense of shared ownership uh, and trust and, um, you know, the experience itself benefits. Our customers ultimately benefit from that. We have a culture where um, we kind of flex with the people that are on the team, um, the complexity of the problem. We're willing to try things, see if they fail um, or succeed. And if, you know, what are the learnings from that and kind of adjust um, and socialize those things out. I think we're at a moment of our of growth in the company uh, where there's a lot of experimentation. And so there's lots of room to try things uh, for the first time. And, and there's a lot of room to grow uh, to learn from others. Um, we have such different types of problems. Um, and what's been exciting to me about the folks coming into the organization is the, just the different backgrounds, um, designer or non-designer. Uh, we have folks coming in from um, all kinds of industries and verticals and the experiences that they bring in um, is just, it's just fascinating to me how they're building, you know, um, building their, ba- bringing in their backgrounds um, and what they've learned um, from those verticals and applying it to, to, this re- to the problems in real estate. That's sort of, I mean, such an important theme, I think, of, of Compass in general, um, that, you know, every person that joins brings a new perspective. There are companies that you walk into and it's sort of like, this is, this is the way that we work and these are your marching orders and like go forth, um, and practice in this way. And, uh, and that we are kind of in this constant state of evolution. So each new person, um, kind of helps evolve that practice, uh, which is why I think, you know, as we scale, we're just going to continue to get better and better. I think those values that you were talking about fit in really well with this year's theme for the Interaction Conference, Design in Perilous Times. We are looking to face the tough problems of our generation that oftentimes we've built ourselves into um, and, and facing those problems head on. Now, as a presenting sponsor of Interaction 21, what is Compass looking to bring to Interaction 21? Yeah, we are looking to solve some really tough problems. Um, and we, we, we are trying to disrupt a space in the sense that we are, um, we're taking a bet that agents are going to be, uh, are, are the worthy investment and that to actually be able to help them be true entrepreneurs and be super successful um, by leveraging tech is a huge opportunity. And, um, and yes, we are hiring because we, we are looking to find people who are passionate about helping others. I mean, when you think about an agent, um, a, a lot, there, there are agents that are single mothers, or, or fathers and single parents, <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's, it's, they're such 
amazing people and, um, and anything we can do to help them be successful is an incredible opportunity. And, um, and so, yeah, we are looking for individuals who like to solve tough problems. Yeah, no, I mean, we, you know, we talk about disrupting this industry and last year was incredibly disruptive, right, to, to real estate agents. And they had to completely rethink how they do their business day to day. It's the type of work where they're, um, you know, out and about all the time. And so last year was huge for us trying to rethink what an agent's real estate business could look like um, and how we might be able to support them. We're looking for really um, curious intellectual minds to come in and help us um, reshape what um, um, what working in the industry could look like. Yeah, I think what, what we're really bringing to, to this conference is this perspective around um, design and designers themselves. And, you know, when it comes to these themes around adaptability and complexity, you know, designers' brains are naturally wired in that way to be able to sort of really a- attack um, these kinds of problems um, from a unique perspective uh, as we continue to try to sort of grow our area of ownership, um, not just within our company, but just sort of in general in, in the space of, of product uh, development in general. You know, I think design is really beginning to have a lot more influence there. And, um, you know, these, these themes, I think, map quite naturally to the things that designers are driven to do and are naturally really good at. Absolutely. Well, to those listening, you've heard it here first. And if you're interested, we'll make sure to leave some links in the show notes. Until then... Sherford, Kate Dixon, and Katarina Tsang, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today, and we're looking forward to speaking with you on the Interaction 21 show floor. Thank you. This is, it, was, it was great talking with you. Thanks, Alexis. It was wonderful. Thanks for having us, Alexis. It was great chatting with everybody. I really enjoyed that conversation. I think we can all empathize with how Katerina, Cher, and Kate characterized their typical user, constantly context-switching and driven by squeaky wheels. There's definitely something to be learned from their approach to amplify the right priorities and guide their user's focus. It was also really interesting to think on how emotionally charged the transactions being coordinated through Compass's platform are. I think a lot of product designers would do well to reflect on the emotional resonance of the workflows they're designing for. I imagine it would be illuminating. Our guests this episode were Katarina Tsang, Cher Ford, and Kate Dixon, all three of whom our design directors at Compass. Thank you very much to Katerina, Cher, and Kate for sitting down with me. And thank you to Compass for their support of the Interaction 21 conference. It is greatly appreciated. I'm your host and interviewer, Alexi Morin. This episode was written, produced, and edited by Peter Last. The music is by New Tendencies. You can find their socials in the show notes. 
Thanks to them for letting us use it. We are a team of volunteers who love what they do and want to make a positive impact on the field of interaction design. Don't miss our upcoming episodes by subscribing to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.